0: in your life, with issues in your life, but that does not affect the fact that you are a prayer warrior. You may not look victorious tonight, but I can tell you in the spirit, you are victorious. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time for you. And so I want to share some keys about effectively entering into the spirit and being effective in the spirit. Did you know that you can't just walk in off the street? You've had a busy day. You've been at work. You've been raising children. You've been to the grocery store. You've had detail after detail to uh, be involved with. And you can't just walk in off the street and come up into the high places of the Spirit of God. Can you understand that? And, and so we need always to be aware of being sharpened for effective prayer. And I think one of the most important things I've learned to live this way, I'm not perfect, but I've learned to live this way, is that you pray with your life. You don't just pray prayers and that the prayers are somehow removed from you. They're coming out of your mouth, but they're somehow removed from you. No, when you're a prayer warrior, you pray with your life. You pray with your life. The life you're living determines your effectiveness as a prayer warrior. Prayer is all about your life being used by God in the spirit for his purposes. And so prayer, effective prayer, comes out of our relationship with God. You can sit in prayer classes You can read prayer books, you can listen to prayer messages, but the bottom line is you pray with your life. So how you treated your husband this morning determines what kind of prayer warrior you are. And all the men said, (laughs) and how you men treated your wives this morning determines, hallelujah, what kind of prayer warrior you men are? And all the women said, amen. amen. So we pray, we become effective out of our relationship with God. And so let me say this. Our love relationship with God is the preeminent part of our prayer life. Our personal Love relationship with God. That's why it's important. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. And when you get up in the morning, you're rejoicing. You get up in the morning and you say, Hallelujah. Lord, I love you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. And you begin your day with expressions of love and thanksgiving to the Father. We can be faithful, and we can do good works, but we cannot let our first love slide. There's the key to prayer right there. We cannot let our first love slide. Everyone put up your bony finger and say, Jesus is my first love. I cannot let... My first love slide. I'm telling you, that's the key to effectiveness in everything. Everything about God is about relationship. And out of our first love, now this is very key. And this will change your life if you will get this. Out of our first love comes submission everyone say submission. Submission. I can tell that's not your favorite word. Yeah, but it should be among your favorite words, submission out of our first love. And when that becomes in order in our lives, there flows our submission to God. And a lot of people think submission means doing what I don't really want to do, but I'm going to do it anyway because I should be submissive. But do you know submission is yielding with love? It is yielding with love. And do you know the Holy Spirit? can begin to empower those who yield with love. That's how a husband can yield to his wife, can submit to his wife. You know, Ephesians 5 tells us we're to be mutually submissive one to another, mutually submissive. So a wife yields to her husband in love, a husband yields to His wife in love and neither one are diminished. When you understand true submission, there's nothing that is diminishing you about being submissive. But it is yielding in love. And only when we're submissive, guys, I'm telling you this is, I can't give you another major key that the Lord has taught me anyway. But this is such a key to being filled with the Holy Spirit. It is such a key to being led by the Holy Spirit. It is such a key to the Holy Spirit mantling you with mantles of a warrior. I know a lot of you in here, I recognize you from Biker Sunday when I saw you with your vests and your Colors and your patches and all of that. And uh, those patches mean something, don't they? And they certainly do in the biking world. But God mantling you means there's another level of submission in your life. Another level where you've yielded to him. Where your flesh was at one time strong. And now you're yielded to him. I'm telling you, this is a major key to being full of the Holy Spirit, led by the Holy Spirit, empowered by the Holy Spirit, and used as a prayer warrior in the realm of the Spirit. So we yield in love, and through yieldedness, we begin to hear It's through yieldedness that we begin to flow and speak and prophesy and sing and dance. Did you know all of that involves a prayer warrior? It's not quiet, church. Let me tell you true, spirit authorized, spirit filled prayer is not quiet, it's not still. I tell you, there are powerful responses that we give to God in our yieldedness to Him to be effective in the realm of the Spirit. We sing, we dance, we lift up our hands. Do you know this is our spiritual warfare? This is our warfare. And so, first of all, we pray out of our relationship with God. And a second key, and and this is so major, and every one of us have to have the Lord work with us on this one, and that is our levels of joy. This is such a key to being mantled by the Lord in the realm of the Spirit to be effective in prayer. Why? Why? Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so, listen to this in Isaiah 61, 10 through 11. Now, what are we doing? We're sharpening our weapons. We're prayer warriors, and we're sharpening our weapons tonight. Listen to Isaiah 61, 10 through 11 in the ICB translation. It says, The Lord makes me very happy. All that I am rejoices in Him. I'll tell you, that's a place I want to live, so that all that I am rejoices in Him. The Lord has covered me with clothes of salvation. He has covered me with With a coat of goodness. See, those are mantles in the Spirit. I'm like a bridegroom dressed for his wedding. I'm like a bride dressed in jewels. Did you know we may have on blue jeans and tennis shoes tonight, but in the Spirit, we look very different if we live our lives in the joy of the Lord. If you're if you deal with depression, if you deal with fear, if you deal with low places, I've certainly dealt with all of that in my life. And if you've lived long enough, you've dealt with that. But if you deal with low places with joy, And ask the Lord, Lord, this low place in my life that seems I'm perpetually defeated here, I'm asking for the joy of the Lord. And then you act on that joy. You respond to the Lord in joy. I am telling you, strongholds will be broken out of your life. Joy is a key anointing. That you must have in your life as a prayer warrior because you're going up against forces of darkness, and you're going up against evil, and you're going up against demonic strategies, and the strategies of the Lord are not the strategies of demons, the strategies of the Lord counter the demonic forces that are released against us as warriors in Christ. And I'm telling you, it takes great joy, which brings forth great strength. Hallelujah. I I love this. The Lord makes me very happy. He didn't say his circumstances. He didn't say people. But it is the Lord. I want you to lift up your hand tonight and just say, Lord, tonight. I take you as the source of all my joy. You are the source of my joy from this night forth in Jesus' name. Oh, how we need the joy of the Lord. Because without the joy of the Lord, you go into battle and you're not sure if you're going to win that battle or not. You're not assured of your victory. You know Jesus, the scripture says in Hebrews 12 that for the joy that was set before him, he endured the battle, the cross, the battle. Whatever it is we're endure enduring, whatever it is we're working our way through, whatever it is we're resting in the realm of the spirit. You must be mantled with the joy of the Lord. May I hear an amen? Amen. Notice the joy of the psalmist. He knows the Lord is with him. He knows the Lord will give him what he needs. And church, it's that way in prayer. How do we learn to be joyful? Because there are steps we take as prayer warriors to be joyful. Church, we live a life of thanksgiving. We are daily, continually thankful. See, you enter into the Spirit with thanksgiving. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving. And into His courts with praise. Oh, you get up in the morning thanking God. You thank God throughout the day. You go to bed at night thanking God instead of murmuring, complaining, fault-finding, grumbling, and all the negative ways. Church, that it is so easy to be negative, isn't it? That's the way of the world. But no, the joy of the Lord is our strength and we maintain that joy through continually giving thanks. Continually giving thanks. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 5.18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I love Psalm 8.2 in the NIV. It says, Through the praise of God. Of even children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. Do you know when we enter into thanksgiving, When we enter into praise, when we sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, giving thanks, making melodies unto the Lord, do you know you are releasing spiritual warfare? Somebody say amen. Amen. That is not just for your benefit that you're doing that. But you are establishing a bulwark against the enemy in your life learn to give thanksgiving continually throughout the day. When you're challenged, when it looks like things aren't going your way, learn to give thanksgiving throughout the day. I know yesterday something I prayed about and prayed about and prayed about, and I was kind of like on the inside, you know, not, not with words, but God knows everything about our hearts. And on the inside, I was grumbling. Lord, why haven't you talked to me about that? Why haven't you answered that? I've been praying that for so long. It was kind of like he said, why aren't you thanking me for the answer? That was his response to me. Why aren't you expressing thanksgiving that I am going to bring that forth in your life? So I've got that question for you tonight. Church, maybe an issue you're facing. Why aren't you giving thanks to the Lord in all things, in all circumstances, at all times, giving thanks unto the Lord concerning every issue in your life? Give him thanks. Listen, you release warfare against the enemy when you give thanks. These are spiritual weapons that we release against the enemy. May I hear an amen. Dancing, singing, clapping, shouts of praise, songs of joy, songs of thanksgiving. You know, today, uh, as I was preparing some of this, I was hearing the way we do it in Africa. We sing a song, and those of you here, I know some of you are from Africa, the men, particularly the men, they'll set up a rhythm of clapping. Do you know what I'm talking about, those of you? It's not just the music playing. It's not just the drums drumming. But the men set up rhythms of clapping. And I'm telling you, it releases such power. I've seen that happen over and over again. There'll be a wave of the Holy Spirit released when, when the people clap and rejoice and it, it breaks things open. See, you can be reserved and never have much broken open in your life, or you can become responsive to the Holy Spirit not self-conscious at all. We're not worried about how we look or whether somebody else thinks we look strange or not. No we're interested in flowing and being used by the Holy Spirit and responding to the Holy Spirit so that great warfare breaks out against the enemy in our praise, in our worship, in our everyday life. Can somebody say amen, somebody. Hallelujah. I tell you, we need an outbreak of the Holy Spirit. We need to sing war songs and do war dances. Hallelujah. How long has it been since you've done a war dance? <laughs> I'm telling you, they're powerful in the spirit that is so Powerful. So another key, and then we're going to pray, and I'm going to ask ask Cassie if she would take us into the Spirit with song. You know, you don't just step over into the Spirit; you move into the Spirit with the Holy Spirit. And but one more key that is so important. I want to make a couple of statements about. Praying in the Spirit with other tongues. Such a key to spiritual warfare. Praying in the Spirit is the government language of the Spirit. We, the ecclesia, govern in the Spirit... When we pray in the spirit. Now, church, there are levels of the spirit. But when you're dealing with spiritual darkness, you you can't start out low and slow. You have to be built up to move into those areas of the spirit. The best thing is for us to keep ourselves built up so that when we come together, Cassie and the other praise and worship leaders, they bring us into unity, unity of mind with the Holy Spirit, unity of purpose. We gather our scattered lives and we trust the Holy Spirit, bring us into supernatural unity. We govern in the Spirit through our supernatural prayer language. The spirit language, tongues, helps us rule and reign in the earth as ambassadors of Jesus Christ. It is part of our dominion mandate of Genesis one twenty six through 28, where we're told, have dominion. I'm telling you, tongues is part of our dominion mandate where we rule and reign at high levels of the Spirit, praying in the Holy Ghost. Psalm 115 and verse 16 in the King James Version says, The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to the children of men. You know, there's nothing wrong with the heaven. All the heavens up there, they're in fine order. But men on the earth have made a pretty big mess of a lot of things. So we need God's help governing the earth with spirit words. And that is released through praying In the Holy Spirit, we become governing intercessors. Everyone say governing intercessors. Put your hand on your heart and say, I am a governing intercessor. I've given you some keys tonight about uh, activating as a spiritual warrior. Vital weapons, vital keys to praying in the spirit. Now, as I understand it, our assignment on Monday night is praying for the upcoming elections. Is that correct? So we're praying that our nation will get through this upcoming election. We're praying. Church, I've never seen a time before when already voter fraud is being Exposed. And uh, I'm sure there's always been maybe some voter fraud, I don't know, but now we know there is voter fraud going on. So much um, warfare around this election. But do you know what? It's not with us, it's righteousness. With us, we are to rule and reign in the earth in righteousness and call for the righteousness of God and bind the forces of unrighteousness and bind the lies of the enemy and so on and so forth. But I want us to stand up and based on what I've just shared, Cassie, would you lead us. We're going to begin to pray. I'm going to call on some of you to come forth and lead certain aspects of prayer. And if you would stand up and lift up your hands, just lift up
1: your hands. Hallelujah.
0: Lift up our hearts, our lives to you this evening. And we're so thankful for the power of the name of Jesus. We speak that name as we begin to release our faith in the power, in the grace of the name of Jesus. And Father, over these presidential elections, over all the strife that has arisen and all the division and the disunity. Father, we know that that does not please you. And we're asking you to pour out grace upon grace on the United States of America. We're asking, Father that we would not be the divided states of America, but the United States of America. And that, Father, we would see a move of your Holy Spirit. In this month of October, Father, we are asking that you would pour out your Spirit as we prepare for these elections, as the two candidates continue to go about their uh business of the of the election. Father, we pray that you would pour out your spirit and that you would divide between light and darkness. You would make the distinction between truth and error. That there would come a clarity in the spirit where it's been clouded and where. Where so much strife and chaos has been released in this nation. Father, we speak grace over the United States of America. We say grace, grace unto the United States of America. In the name of Jesus, grace, grace be unto you. From the north, the south, the east, and the west, we say grace, be unto you in the name of Jesus. Eric, would you come forward, please, and pray over the elections out of your heart, but pray for this nation to stand, that we will not go into a prolonged period of disunity. Have you sensed the enemy wants us in a prolonged period period of disunity where we don't even know who the president is. Could you pray over that?
2: Thank you, Father. Father, I just pray, Lord, that you will visit your people. Father, that you will visit them and compel them to vote. And, Father, to vote the Bible. Lord, not traditions, not traditions of man or traditions that they've grown up with, Lord, not money and how money may affect them. Father, that you will sit on their heart, convict them to vote the Bible, your ways to vote your ways. And Father, I thank you, Lord, that there will be a clear cut winner of this election. We thank you for it. We thank you for it. We thank you for it. And Father, I thank you that your people, your people will get out and cast their vote for your ways in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it, Father. Lord, we thank you for it this will be clear. This will be decisive. And Father, that there will not be riots and there will not be confusion and there will not be strife in Jesus name. We bind that spirit of strife that would try to operate in the name of Jesus. We bind you and call you ineffective in Jesus name. And we thank you for it. Jesus.
0: Father, we've made covenants with you since the founding of this nation. We've made covenants with you proclaiming that you are the God of the United States of America. We have proclaimed through covenant after covenant that this nation is dedicated to to the Lord Jesus Christ, and that the gospel will go out of this nation to all the nations of the earth. And Father, we proclaim that, that these covenants are not dead. We're asking, Father, that these covenants would be brought to the knowledge of the people of this nation once again, that we have a covenant with God. We are a nation dedicated to God. We are a nation that, Father, you told one prophet, I cannot do without America. And Father, I believe that. I believe we're part of your end time strategy To send the gospel to every nation of the earth. So, Father, we pray that our covenants would be raised up once again with you and that it would be acknowledged even in the halls of Congress, in the classrooms of America, all throughout the nation, in every home in America, that we are a Christian nation that we are a nation that at our founding we were founded for the purposes of God and dedicated to the will of God and Father may that knowledge come alive in this nation once again may the identity of America have a resurgence in this nation. Father We proclaim tonight, this nation, the United States of America, is a Christian nation. And we are part of your end time plan. And Father, we will not let that go. Father Abraham negotiated with you. He said, "If there be forty righteous, if there be thirty righteous, if there be twenty righteous, Father, I know there are thousands and hundreds of thousands, even millions of Americans who know we are a covenant nation, and so, Father, we lift up our covenant with you, uh, with you to heaven tonight, and we ask." Father, that on behalf of our covenant with you, you would not let this nation be lost. You will not let this nation be totally removed from our foundations in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we decree we are a Christian nation. We declare we are a Christian nation. Father, we will not back off of that. We will not surrender that decree that we are a Christian nation in the name of Jesus. Nikki, would you come forward, please? And would you pray for the day that we vote?
3: Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come before your throne. Father, humbly, we thank you, God of heaven, that you care about this earth. I thank you, Father, that in every ballot hall, in every ballot box, Father, that people enter and they experience your presence. Father, you are omnipresent. You are everywhere. So Father, I just pray that as they go in to vote, no matter what their mindset is, Father, I pray that they would have the mind of Christ. But Father, if they don't, Father, then I pray that as they grab their ballot and they head in, Father, I just pray, Lord, that they would be arrested by your presence and by your word. And Father, I just pray for an angelic hosts, Father, that would surround, Father, our election halls, our courthouses, our churches, wherever it is that we go to vote. Father, I just speak the blood of Jesus over each one. There'd be no destruction, there'd be no attacks, there'd be no, none of that, Father. You're not the God of confusion, <laughs> you're the God of peace. So Father, right now we lose peace ahead of time <laughs> to go before us to those places. To prepare those places, Father. I thank you that you will rest on those places. And Father, we just, we just ask a bloodline, Father, to go around those places that evil cannot cross, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we just speak peace to every person. Peace to every town, every village, every city, every person, Father. That they would come on that day and they would be at peace. Peace that passes understanding. Father, that's what we pray. Peace that passes human, surpasses human understanding. Even if they prepared it ahead of time, Father, I thank you that they will not be able to go through with it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Church, in Jesus' name. In the matchless mighty name of Jesus, we declare it so. In Jesus' name father as pastor carl was praying i just pray lord just for that resurgence that she was talking about about being a christian nation father i pray over every christian every believer a resurgence of their identity who they are that they would walk in the anointing that they would walk in their christian heritage that they would remember their representatives and ambassadors of the most high and of heaven and father everywhere we go every place our foot shall tread you've given it to us so father we're peacemakers father we go into areas and they may not want to receive us but father that that identity that's in us and on us just takes over and love enters the room and it makes a difference and we just pray that lord let us all rise up and be identified with you 24 7 make us ready holy ghost in jesus name
0: Mickey, while i was praying a few moments ago it was just like i saw angels dispatched to every voting precinct we say that in the name of jesus angels go forth every voting precinct in the name of Jesus. No cheating. Shout that church. No cheating. Devil can't get away with it. Thank you, Nikki. Vic, would you come up here, please? You and I have revelation that we are one blood. God is a God of variety, but we're one blood. Do you know part of God's covenant with you is your skin color? It's part of his covenant. It's a precious, holy thing. Your skin color is holy. And you should honor your skin color. And others should honor your skin color it's part of your covenant with God when he said i will bless you he had your skin color in mind it's part of his covenant with you i want you to pray the devil has tried so hard to divide this nation i'm asking you big please pray that there he is utterly defeated in this Weapon of disunity, division that he has formed. And that even out of this will come greater unity and greater peace and greater love among us than this nation has ever in its whole history experienced. Would you pray that? Yes.
4: Eternal God, we just come before you tonight, Father, first of all, to say thank you. Father, I thank you once again for this opportunity, God, to stand before you, God, to give you the praise and give you glory. Father, because it is you that call man, not not man, but it's you, God, that has opened up a new door, God. Father, I thank you that no weapon that is formed against me or my brothers and sisters will prosper. Father, you are a God of love. Father God, and your words, say that you are not a respecter of person, but God, you are God of love. And so, Father, I bind the spirit of racism, a spirit of, of division. Father God, I bind it right now in the name of Jesus. Father, and I declare and decree this day, Father God, that you are the head and not the tail. Father, we give you all the praise and all the glory because we are all equal, God. Father God, and I just thank you, God, that all lives matter to you, God. Not just white lives, not just black lives, not just Hispanics, but God, all lives matter to you because you are not a respectable person, God. Father God, have mercy on us today. Father, I speak grace over each and every one here today, God. Father, God, bind I bind that spirit of division right now in our country. I, I bind it now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we come against that spirit. Father, God, you said, how can you say that you love me whom you have not seen? And hate your brother whom you see every day. Father, you said you're a liar. Father God, we love you. We honor you. We worship you. We praise you. We haven't seen you, but we love you, God. We love our brothers and God. We love our sisters. We love everyone because you said that we had to love everyone. So, Father, we want to be obedient to your word. And we thank you for it. Father, we thank you for what you are doing in this country right now. Father, I thank you that you are joining black lives and white lives together, God. I'm not moved by what I see, but I'm moved by your word, God. I'm not moved by what's going on in our country, God, but I'm moved by your word. Father God, and you love us all. And you are joining us together and we praise you, we worship you. Because you are the most high God. Father, we thank you. When it's all said and done and the dust is settled, we win. We win. I say, we win in the name of Jesus. Father, we praise you and honor you right now. We thank you for the victory in advance. And we believe we receive it by faith in the name of Jesus. May all the people of the Lord give the Lord an amen.
0: Father, we just thank you. And tonight we want to make a special request to you that you would shame the devil for how he has sought to divide us. How he has sought to stir up hatred and division. Father, shame the devil in the name of Jesus. Do a new thing in this nation in the name of Jesus where there has been division. Father, I ask you to bring unity and harmony. May the harmony, the unity of the Holy Spirit flow down from our head throughout this whole nation. Father, you said it dripped down from the top of Aaron's head, the high priest's head, down his beard, down his garments, to his feet. May that outpouring of your spirit of unity be in the United States of America. An outpouring of the spirit of unity in communities that it looks like right now, they are so divided, but we call, we decree, an outpouring of the spirit of unity in the name of Jesus. We call on our high Priest jesus to release the spirit of unity where there has been division where there has been hatred where there has been a lack of unity father jesus our high priest pour out the spirit of unity we pray father we thank you for healing this nation we thank you for healing this nation In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you honor. Would you just lift your hands and worship the Lord? Lord, we praise you. We honor you. Lord, you said you have not because you ask not. But Father, we're asking every prayer we've prayed tonight. We're asking in the name of Jesus, for the glory of the name of Jesus, that you would fulfill our prayers. Father, you've called this nation to give you glory, to give you honor. The American dream is that we would be a Christian nation that takes the gospel to every nation on the face of the earth. That's the American dream. That's the dream that you have for the United States of America. And Father, may your dreams be fulfilled. May your dreams be fulfilled. May your kingdom come. May your will be done in the United States of America. Father, may your blessing be restored as we turn to you. May our covenant be renewed as we humble ourselves before you. Father, as we yield to the love of God in this nation, may our wounds be bound up and healed in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Can we sing, Bless the Lord, O my soul? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Just lift your hands and worship. We worship you, O God. We worship you tonight. Holy is your name. Glory, glory, glory.
1: Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Bless the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Here we go. Oh, we love you.
0: you, church. It's been wonderful to be with you. And do we have any announcements or administration of anything? To see you on Wednesday night. Okay. Just take one another's hands, please. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you and thank you that you met with us tonight. And we just release the blessing of God upon each other. We release the peace of God. We say, shalom, shalom to you. Be healed. Be whole. Be well. Be prosperous. Be strong. Be safe in the name of your Lord Jesus Christ. And everyone who agrees says, Shout it again. Hallelujah.